It's the Good News Countdown. Talking good, good news. Oh, yes. We are back. I'm Griff. That's my friend Shamso. A hungry Shamso. A hungry Shamso, as always. As always. always hungry here. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. Board, I think it's always around lunchtime for Shamso. And, yes. Uh, she's always a little hungry. It's our Thanksgiving spectacular, Shamso. So where's our food? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you, you, that, was, that was your responsibility. Oh, I didn't get the memo. Oh. I was looking forward to some turkey. Oh. Mm. And some... Uh, Don't say stuffing. Stuffing? No. We dressing. 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 Stuffing? Mm-mm, stuffing is dry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the difference. Yeah, I, you know what I honestly enjoy? It's just the stovetop stuff out of the yeah, box. Yeah, that's stuffing. That's fine. No, that's good. That's not that's good no. enough to me. All right, Shim. So we start off every episode with. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? So what's going on with you, Shim? So. Um, that, Besides the fact that you're hungry, okay. <laughs> that I'm hungry. Um, I'm doing you're, Meals on Wheels on Thanksgiving okay, Day. You know, well, Shamso's a good person. I She's try going to be. Out Thanksgiving morning. Yes, and she's going to go volunteer her time mm-hmm. and, and del- help out those in need. Deliver some food. And deliver meals to people in need. Some right? seniors here in Atlanta. Yes. Look at you. I know. You, and it's going to be you nice are too. A walking good news story. <laughs> I try to be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can be. <laughs> What's going on with me? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I don't remember saying that yet, Griffin. I know. Griffin, it's what's going on transition. with you? I know. I mean, if I'm, I'm over here pushing the buttons, how are you supposed to know what's going on? So um, here's the deal, Shamso. Uh-huh. My wife, uh-oh, <laughs> here it goes, is one of those moms, like a lot of moms these days, one, uh-huh. one of those millennial moms yeah. who likes for the family to wear matching Christmas pajamas. Oh. So we buy the whole set, like, you know, mom, dad, and our two mm-hmm. kids. We're all wearing, you know, the same pattern of pajamas yeah. every year. She finds a different one she likes. We buy it. Well, we're at the store the other day. At a box li- store? <laughs> basically, yeah, Target. Yeah. Uh, she likes the pattern. Uh-huh. They were on sale. We got, like, all of them really cheap. Well, this past week, you know, it's obviously before Christmas here. It's Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. She wanted the kids to wear their pajamas. She mm-hmm. thought, you know, a little test run, it looked cute. So our son Thatcher, he puts his on. He looks so handsome. He looks great. Yeah. He's all into it. It looks really like he looks like a little man because it's, <laughs> it's those kind of pajamas, like the shirt buttons all the way up. Oh, he's got the grown up yeah, pajamas. Like a grown-up, yeah, yeah. But our daughter Eloise, I had to get her ready that evening, and my wife had set out the the new Christmas pajamas for her, but she didn't want to wear those. Oh, she's two years old. Yeah, very. Uh, Starting to get kind of pretty opinionated. Oh, yeah. Terrible so, uh, twos. <laughs> she wanted to wear some other like flowery pajamas or something, and I just put those on her. I was like, all right, I'm not fighting this battle. It's yeah. not worth it. Well, when Sarah saw her, because she was getting Thatcher ready, uh-huh. uh, she's like, Eloise, wear your Christmas pajamas. And she was almost a little frustrated with me. Why didn't you make her wear those Christmas pajamas? That's what I set out. Yeah. I was like, well, this isn't really a battle. Yeah. I think is worth fighting. They're pajamas. They're going to sleep. It's not yeah. like we're going out anywhere. Who cares? On Christmas, she'll wear them. Okay. Yeah. And Sarah's feelings were kind of hurt that Eloise wasn't wearing the Christmas Griffin, pajamas. You didn't listen to what she said. I know. And, you know, for some reason, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not quite sure why, but my wife is a little more emotional this week than other weeks. Oh, okay. Uh, so. Yeah. All right. Well, but you should just listen to her, Griffin. I, I probably should have just listened to her. Yeah. And uh, she asked El- Eloise, why don't you want to wear these pajamas? She's like, I don't like them. Or they don't fit right. Oh. So my wife's like, well, you're not going to get a night-night story. I guess I'm just going to take these back. 
Then she kind of goes, like, she threatened her at first, like, you're oh, not going to get that yeah. story. I'm going to take these back. Then she get, goes to, like, the emotional, you know, Eloise, this makes me really sad. Mommy was so excited to buy these for you, and the fact that you don't want to wear them makes me really sad, Eloise. Oh. Like, you know, that you really hurt Mommy. You hurt Mommy's feelings. <laughs> no, Daddy, to a Daddy hurt Mommy feelings because Daddy didn't listen to what Mommy said. Daddy should have probably just made the two-year-old wear them. And, exactly. Yeah, Tell her she doesn't have a choice. And when she turns 18, then she get choices. Nah, well, yeah. Tell a two-year-old that. <laughs> well. Who won the battle? Sarah eventually guilted Eloise. Yeah. And uh, Eloise says, all right, I want to put them on. Because at this point, Sarah, I mean, by then she's like, oh, gosh, she done took my book away. Right. Mommy's sad. Sarah has taken the pajamas and put them on the stairs like she's going to take him back to the store the next day. Yeah. You know that? So Eloise runs out, gets the pajamas, brings them to Sarah to put them on. And she puts the pajamas on. And I, no lie. She looks at Sarah. The first thing she says to Sarah, our two year old Eloise to Sarah. My yeah. Wife, Are you happy now, mommy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, Griffin! Trip. You Here have girl. what in the world? Yeah, you should have just just fixed that problem. So now she's—it's always going to be your fault. I guess that, so. Uh, yeah. See, that, next time you just listen to I your mean, wife. That, that, that is. Some, if she say put them on the jammies, you put them on the put jammies. Them on, fight the battle, make her do it. Yeah. As long as mommy's happy. If mommy ain't happy, ain't nobody right, happy. So. Hey, Shim, so that's what's going on with us. So. <laughs> that's a lot, Griffin. That's a lot. <laughs> I'm struggling just to a find hormones, stuff what's going a lot on. Of emotions. <laughs> And we got the holidays mixed in with it, so yeah. it's going to be a fun week at it my is. house. <laughs> and it's your first Thanksgiving at your new house, right? Our second now. Oh, really? It's our second now. Look at you. Yes. So that is good news, I guess, right? Yeah, for sure. How about some more good news? <laughs> <laughs> Number three. So Christmas came early for a few kids in the Kansas City area. These kids re- rely on their wheelchairs to get around. But a local high school robotics team decided, you know what, we want to give something special to these kids who rely on their wheel- on their wheelchairs to get around. You know, they might not be able to do a lot of things that other kids their age can do because they're bound to this wheelchair so often. So, the STEM program and the robotics team at this high school, they you know the Power Wheels cars for kids, like the little yeah. miniature Jeeps or Corvettes or mm-hmm. tractors, whatever they are. The kids, the robotics team and the STEM kids, they worked on these Power Wheels to modify them so kids in wheelchairs could sit in them and make them work and play Who in them. Who are these kids? These like kids are future Georgia Tech students. Right. We didn't have this are. going on at my high school back in the day. Like this, <laughs> this is wild stuff. Georgia Tech, get on that. <laughs> right. So 150 students, they modified 22 Power Wheels cars for kids with disabilities. The kids get to practice their STEM skills. And then these other kids in wheelchairs get to benefit and have these awesome Power Wheels that now they can play around in. And I think some of them almost just use it as their like de facto wheelchair now because awesome. they can get around in it and it's so cool and like I think there's one that's like a Batman one a kid who's really into Batman has like a Batman Batmobile car that he gets around in now so making these kids happy a little early Christmas present for them it's like a, it's a win-win yeah, and they is. get to learn these crazy skills of robotics and STEM stuff and that is amazing <laughs> number two it's never too late to achieve your dreams <laughs> There's a 102-year-old guy named Alan. Wow. He always wanted to record an album, like a music album. Yeah. So he teamed up with an 88-year-old <laughs> jazz pianist at his retirement community, and they just recently released an album called The Senior Songbook. I bet it's so good. Never too late. Here's the thing about it. First off, let's listen to them talk about this album. I'm 88 years old, 
I consider myself really old. But when I am working with Alan, you make me feel so young. I'm 102 years old. I stopped getting older 10 years ago, and I decided to get younger. If you feel young, and if your point of view is young, and your mind is working, then you're lucky. How about that? Ooh, I think that guy, so good. Years old. Wow. He's like, you know what? I decided to stop getting older. I'm going to get younger now. Oh, and I he, need to think like that. It's all about his mindset, man. Yeah. He, we have a clip of one of the songs, and uh, they're supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek, a little funny, mm-hmm. especially since they're older guys. So here's a clip. It's called, I Just Can't Remember Your Name. I know I ought to kiss you, but baby, there's an issue. I just can't remember your name. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's so good. He's got he's a hundred and two. Yeah. He still sounds great. I know. Sounds pretty good, I think. Yeah. He's writing his clever, their album. Funny jokes. Achieving his dream yes. finally. At a hundred and two. It's never too late. Never too late. So we've been talking a lot about Thanksgiving. Obviously it's Thanksgiving week. So Sham, so do you play a role in preparing the meal? No. No? Who uh-huh. doesn't? Whoever wants to cook, I never Sisters, get. Mom. I never get the assignment of cooking. They always stick me with the paper goods. Do they not trust your cooking? No, they just because they, I do don't it? have kids, so people yeah. just assume that I don't cook. <laughs> so, and I cook all the time. I'm a but, man, and people just assume I don't cook. Yeah, and They're so right. I just you know whatever, just buy the paper goods. Just buy the paper. That's your job. Yeah. Bring the paper plates. Yeah. Um, they say now I, I call baloney on this. It should cost you less than $50 to serve a full Thanksgiving dinner. That's not true. There's no way. A turkey alone costs like 20 bucks. And they, they say this should serve 10 people. Oh, well, what are they eating? For $48.91. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Here is what is included. A 16-pound turkey, stuffing, sweet potatoes, rolls, peas. Do you eat peas on Thanksgiving? No, that's that, gross. That's, that sounds odd to me. Uh, cranberries, a veggie tray. Pumpkin pie, milk, and coffee. Yeah, that's no. They claim that is under fifty. I don't know where they're shopping at. I guess exactly. we need to figure out what grocery store that is. Somebody has to be buying like a super tiny, tiny turkey. Probably not even a turkey. Maybe a chicken. A chicken. And I mean, there's no way. <laughs> no. Actually, uh, we were talking about. I was talking about turkey with my son Thatcher. He's four. Uh, about Thanksgiving, and I was like, "Yeah, we're on Thanksgiving. We'll eat a turkey." He's like, "Whoa, whoa, a turkey." <sighs> A turkey's an animal, Daddy. We're not going to eat a turkey on Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah. I mean, you eat chicken, don't you? Like chicken nuggets. You just broke his heart. He's like, chicken nuggets, that's not, that's not like real chicken. He, he didn't equate that chicken nuggets are like, you know. Yeah, like a chicken leg. A chicken that you eat, like, uh, like a chicken animal. He didn't equate that those are the same mm-hmm. thing. So uh, we were at the grocery store and walking around and we came across you the frozen not. turkeys. I was like, hey, Thatcher, you want to see a turkey? <gasps> so I take the bag and say, here's Thatcher, here's the turkey. He's looking at it. He's like, Daddy, where's its head? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I said, oh, well, he, he lost his head. He went to sleep. I was like, I, I don't know, man. But, He's uh, a, it's his head is asleep. It's like a turtle. It goes. It goes. Yeah, I should have told him that. It yeah, goes just like in. a turtle. Yeah. It's inside right now. Yeah, he's, he's sleeping. Sleep, he's sleeping in the freezer right now. And he's missing all his feathers. <laughs> This story might be one of the most moving stories we've ever had here Mm -hmm. in now over a year. 
here on the Good News Countdown. When I first read it, it kind of gave me chills because I was like, man, that is wild. So Barry and Liz are married mm-hmm. over 20 years ago. Liz is working her way through nursing school. Well, Liz got leukemia and died before she could become a nurse. Mm-hmm. And they had two small children as well. Barry decided to start a scholarship fund in his wife's honor. Mm-hmm. Give it to another a potential nursing student. Pay for Give her a scholarship so she or he could become a nurse. They only did it one time. They gave a scholarship to a young lady named Jamie. Jamie, thanks to that scholarship, went through nursing school, became a nurse. 22 years later, Barry goes to the hospital because his granddaughter mm-hmm. is in NICU. Barry walks into the NICU to see his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, that girl looks familiar. The nurse that's taking care of his granddaughter. Uh-huh. That nurse is Jamie, who wow. got the scholarship. This is the nurse talking. She said, the stars truly aligned. I've always been on a quest to honor Liz. So being able to take care of her granddaughter and her son at a scary point, it made my heart feel so full. I promised Liz's mom I would carry a light of her inside of me. That's exactly wow. what happened. Who would have thunk it years later? All exactly. this. It's almost like an episode of This Is Us or something. <laughs> exactly. How it's like, orchestrated what? together yeah. and interconnected and whatnot. So, wow. That was, I was like, when I read that the other day, I was like, holy smokes. Amazing. That, that, that alone, you can make a movie out of that somehow. Exactly. I think. Anyways, I think it is time for, Shamsu's got to go pick up the paper products. I know. I'm going to go break the lunch. store. That's what I'm going to go do. I think I have to go chase down a turkey, apparently. My wife's what? looking for a turkey. There's there's turkey spots up the road. Yeah. She wants one of those. The, she wants one that's like pre-cooked. Yeah. So then you just she warm it up. You should just call and see if they have it. I don't know. Just pick it up on the way I home. That's a whole thing. So hopefully we have a turkey. If not. If then, not, my son will be happy that yeah, we're not exactly. eating Exactly. Put some properly. chicken nuggets on a platter. Call it a day. I would honestly, I'd be fine with like a, a Chick-fil-A nugget tray. Exactly. I would be 100%. Or a couple of tacos. Co- even better, Shamsu. Mm-hmm. I like the way you think. <laughs> but before we go, as always, yes, our good friend, your only friend, doesn't cook. My only friend who cooks. People just don't know that I cook. It's like it a, a mystery. It's, yeah. it's almost it's almost better that way. It is. Keep expectations to... low. Exactly. That way, people are surprised when you surpass them. Yeah, which... that's my motto in life. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> we're off track. We are. As always, here's yes. Shamsu. With a good word. All right. Today's good word is we must find time to stop and thank the people who make a difference in our lives. There's never been a better time to do that than this to, week, of this course. Week right? and, and carry it on till next week and the week after. Don't just be thankful. Stressful. Just don't be thankful, thankful on Thanksgiving. Be thankful every day. Be thankful every day. Every day. Every day. Every Especially day. this week and the coming weeks. Yes. It's and easy, coming years. It's easy to do it like Thursday <laughs> yeah. on Thanksgiving. But, you know, the day after. But the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year is so short. Yeah, so it's it going to be stressful. People out there, you know, fighting for parking spots, yeah. trying to get that sweater that's on sale, Yeah, fighting over TVs on Black it's, Friday. It's not worth it. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth Just it. Just be thankful. Because you know what? It'll be in the store the day after. All right. And what? You're going to save $5? Yes. Is that worth it? It is. It is? It is? I'm just kidding. You just want to get everything you said, Shamso. I know. Enjoy the turkey. Gobble, gobble. Until next week. Bye. My goodness. (laughs)